Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Wonder. It's your host, Christine, here, and really exciting for everyone to hear this week's podcast. We have a really special podcast today, and yes, I do say that every single week, but every single week is special because there is another great adventure that we get to hear about. And this week, we are listening to the Positano podcast, and we are having this with two guests. We have Luke and Hugh on the podcast, and we dive into what our Positano trip was. We did a two and a half day trip, and it was incredible. It was such an amazing way to see the Amalfi Coast. We loved Positano, and there's so much information on Positano. And so I don't think any of us were really sure what to expect because there's so much information out there, but it ended up being a really amazing time. We planned it really well and we just had an incredible experience that we're really excited to share today. It's funny though, even reflecting on this podcast while I was editing it, it feels like we said a lot and not enough. This one hour just isn't isn't enough, to be honest. And we could have talked about this for so long, but we kept it to an hour and I'm really excited for everybody to listen to it. There's some highlights that I wanted to go over. So we talk about how to get there, which is really important and it's not obvious. Uh, We also talk about where we stayed for a bit of a more economical stay. We talk about where we ate and one of the restaurants I had forgot the name of when we were in the, the podcast and, and I couldn't find it in my notes, but one of the restaurants we ate at on the first night in Positano was called Saranceno di Oro. I know I, I butchered that properly, but uh, it's a really lovely spot. And we talked about how nice it was. We were able to sit outside and this is worth a shout out. I had been following this blogger called Christy Caniani and she is a travel blogger. She has these incredible, uh, these incredible videos on Positano and all these tips. And she's been there a number of times and has a lot of friends in the area. So she is a travel expert on the area, and she recommended that as one of her p- favorite places in Positano. And it was stunning. The outdoor seating was incredible. The food was amazing, and we absolutely loved it. And then Da Vincenzo, which is really well known, we were at on. Saturday night. One tip for Da Vincenzo, we didn't get to this in the podcast, so I wanted to mention it, but we did not make a reservation for a Saturday night. When I was trying to make reservations for Positano, and even in saying this, we might have a round two, what it was like specifically to plan Positano, because a lot went into it, even though it was only two and a half days. You have to book some of these reservations so far in advance, and some of them open up the reservations at a certain time, let's say two months before, and you have to be on to go to the page to try to book. And it's really hectic. You'll get on a wait list. You'll never get off the wait list. There's hundreds of people ahead of you. It was just really wild. So I thought, you know, we'll just figure it out. I, I didn't want to stress about it. And we had already had Friday nights booking, which which was great. The place that we ate at on Friday, they actually only take reservations via phone. So we had to call from Australia to Italy, which was which was quite funny. But we were able to do that and, and made a reservation and that was that was really easy. And we did that a probably two and a half months ahead of time. 
And then we were just wandering around on Saturday looking for somewhere to go. And there is plenty of places to eat, especially if you are okay with eating a little bit early. And so we were walking by this one place. We stopped and I had gotten a birthday call for my family. So I was chatting to them. And then we realized that there was this little line at this restaurant and someone was saying that this restaurant is really well known. And we were like, okay, well, we were a group of five. So we were like, well, we'll just stand in this line and see how we go. And then we, the woman kind of comes up. She's like, how big is your party? Five. And then one of my friends is like, oh, it's her birthday. And they were like, no, you don't have a booking, blah, blah, blah. Within maybe 10 minutes of them opening, they had a table for us for five. It was incredible. And we had one of the best meals I had in Italy there. So I can't recommend Domincenzo enough. If you don't get a reservation, don't be deterred. You can go line up at like, I think they open at six. So 5.30 and wait for the there is a bit of a line, but they have plenty of open seating that isn't reservations. Most of the reservations they have, it looked like were for just the outdoor seating. And then everything indoors seemed to have been walk-ups. So that was incredible. But we had such an, an amazing time and there's so much to be said about Positano. I think there's a lot of pros and there's definitely some cons, but it's really speaks a lot the couple months after the trip that all we can remember in this podcast is just how amazing of a time that we had. And so we can't recommend it enough. So I'm really excited for you to listen. But outside of that, we are, Hugh and I are gearing up for our trip back to the States this week, uh, this next week. So that is moving really quickly. When we recorded this podcast, Luke was was mentioning that it was a month away and now it is actually only a few days away. So Getting ready for that, getting all packed and situated holiday travel is always quite intense. So making sure we're as organized and as dialed in as possible so that we can hopefully have a seamless travel experience uh, will be really exciting. So with that, I think why we'll keep the intro short and sweet for this one. The only other thing I wanted to note is that we will be taking some time off over the holidays. We will be, uh, we'll have one last podcast and that will be for next week. And then we'll have some time off over the holidays. So we will not be having podcasts over the holidays. I think this is pretty usual. Most everyone takes time off. And so we'll have a couple of weeks off. I will know a bit more about the actual timing of it once we're in the States and, and we know what that looks like. But this next week will be our last pod for a couple of weeks. Um, so we have this one today and then next week, and then we will be, we'll be set from there for a little while. So with that said, I really hope that you guys enjoy this, this podcast episode and thank you so much for listening. If you have any time afterwards and you enjoyed the podcast, please, we would love it if you left us a review or followed us um, or, or even on any of our socials. It means a lot to us and, and really helps us grow. This is our 16th podcast, so it's really exciting to, to have to be really be rounding out the year with um, with this uh, this podcast going as well as it has, very sweetly Hugh and Luke's Spotify topped rap wrapped had our lovely Wonder podcast at the top of their uh, topped rap. Although uh, sadly to say, Hugh was only in the top six percent of Luke's listeners, so uh, something to work on there. But uh, anyway, thank you so much, and I hope that you enjoy our Positano web. Everybody, hello. hello. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? Hello. Doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. 
we have today two lovely gentlemen, both previous podcast guests on. Do you guys want to introduce yourself? Yeah, people have heard me once or twice before. Hugh, I'm Christine's partner. Um, <laughs> and yeah, today, really excited for uh, what we have to come. I'll let you introduce, but uh, over to Luke. Yeah, I've been on for one podcast, uh, the Merida one. I have been introduced, but I showed this podcast to a couple of my friends and they were like, that didn't sound like you at all. Like, I don't know what that was. But it's like, they were like, you didn't make one joke throughout the, the, the entire thing. They were like, are you nervous? Or uh, I thought I was okay, but <laughs> hopefully this one's going to be a little bit little bit more loose, loosey-goosey, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can make more jokes, don't worry. The first podcast is always, it's like, it's a weird type of uh, feeling to get used to talking into a microphone and being recorded. So yeah. second time's the yeah. charm. All right, Indeed. well... Thank you guys. Did you want to make a joke there? or? Uh, no, I'll, I'll think of one soon, but it's okay. There's not going to be too many jokes. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Just wanted to make sure keep we had ample. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'll blur it out and cut over you as soon as I think of one. Don't worry. Okay, good. All right. Well, today we are doing our Positano debrief and chatting all about our trip that we took, the three of us, in Positano. So today, I thought I would just start with generally, what were your guys' initial reactions to Positano? I think definitely with Positano, it was one I was most interested about. Uh, we were going across the whole of the Amalfi. It's the one everyone knows. So when it comes to it, I was pretty intrigued. You hear two things about Positano. One, that it's beautiful, and two, that it's unbelievably expensive. So I think when we were approaching it, when we were trying to figure out how to go about it, especially with a fantastic edition of Luke meeting us there, there is uh, a lot of excitement and anticipation. Yeah, I know. It's such an awesome spot. Over to you, Luke. <laughs> what were your initial reactions? <laughs> My initial reactions were knackered because I've been up since about 2am. But initial actual reactions of arriving on the Amalfi Coast were, I'd never seen anywhere like it. Like there's nowhere that even slightly compared to the view. Like you got obviously the, to see the entire of the entire town of Positano as soon as I jumped off the ferry. And I thought, oh my God, this was absolutely unbelievable. Um and luckily the weather was fantastic as well. Uh, so initial reactions were just kinda holy shit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's so stunning. And you came in via ferry from Naples. And so yeah. just remind us, how long was your ferry from Naples? It would have been over an hour. Um, because we stopped off at Capri first and, uh, I mean, it wasn't for very long, but, um, I did think it would take a little bit less time, but it was, was in around an hour, an hour and 15 maybe to get to Positano, but the ferry, uh, I, I was kind of looking forward to the ferry. I think I did take the ferry because you guys said the bus into the town would be impossible. And um, also on the ferry, you can kind of sit up the top or look out the window and see the views going past you. And he was like, there's nothing like it, honestly, it'd be such an experience. <laughs> so on the ferry, the, um, the windows were either so covered in dirt or so covered in salt or a mixture of the two. But honestly, you couldn't see a single thing out of the ferry. <laughs> I might as well have been sitting like or driving underground. <laughs> like it was, it was so didn't get any experience from that. But as soon as getting off the ferry <laughs> happened, I was like, OK, yeah, this is definitely worth it. <laughs> He's the proper salesman. He should he should head oh, to Italy and probably get a full time job over there. <laughs> we had made a bit of a mistake, though, when it came to figuring out your timings, didn't we, mate? Slightly, slightly, yeah. Um, I didn't expect, you know, getting from, you know, here in Belfast to Italy to take, like, to nearly take, like, you know, 
I would say, how many hours of traveling was that? Like, eight, like eighteen hours overall. <laughs> Something ridiculous like that. But uh, yeah, no, it was um, it was definitely worth it. Could have driven yeah, there at the same was, time. It was quite difficult because you had gone on a ferry that the only ferry that was direct, I think, then had some weird times. Um, but we had yeah. like actually some difficult times getting to Postano as well because we. Yeah, we were supposed to do it by bus and then they were like absolutely not. So many of the roads were shut down. And so we ended up taking a ferry too. Um, a little bit easier coming up the coast, I think, than coming down the coast. But the ferry that, that we took was quite small, whereas yours, and it's actually so impressive, these massive ferries that come into the tiniest little dock could maybe call it yeah. is so impressive how many people they offloaded after year went with your ferry what i find really surprising was obviously the amalfi coast is kind of sought after by everyone all over the world and you know the main the main way of getting there i presume is by ferry and it's mostly going to be by public ferry as soon as i got but in naples like the organization at the docking area was all over the place and nobody really had a clue what um, you know how to get their tickets and then how to change your ticket into an actual physical ticket because you got you got your ticket from a ticket box and you had to go to another separate kiosk and do all of that so everyone was just running around asking each other like what am I doing am I in the right queue and the staff were they didn't care at all you know and uh, <laughs> I, d- I did think it was it was slightly chaotic and even whenever I was on the ferry I was like I'm still not 100% con- convinced that I'm on the right one but you know, it's just from asking everyone around me and making sure they're also on the wrong one or the right one. So that's really what everyone was doing. And there was no big signs or anything. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was just the day, but no, <laughs> no. it was a bit mad. 100%. We had a really similar experience with our ferry as well. We didn't have the two-step setup that you had. Like when we went to the counter, they gave us a ticket. But it was it's so unclear like where the line is. There's no signs or anything. We luckily, our taxi driver had told us go get your ticket the second they arrive and then go get in line, even though it's an hour-ish before the ferry. That was the best advice that we had gotten because then we went and stood at the front line. We were like maybe the seventh or eighth. And then by the time that we left, there was a queue all the way back to the road, which was like a hundred meters down. Like it was, uh, it was so, so hectic. So it was about 500, 600 people. It was crazy. Yeah, I know. I know because I was waiting, I think, two hours, 45, maybe three hours in total for my ferry. So, like, I got a pizza and then you were like, join the queue. I was like, yeah. That's like <laughs> over two, two hours away. I'll stand up for two hours. And you were like, well, join the queue. <laughs> they'll leave you behind. Like, it's actually so hectic. It doesn't matter if you have a ticket or not. They'll just, like, when the boat is full, they're like, sorry, try to get the next one. Yeah. yeah. Bear in mind, this is September too. Yeah. Yeah first in the queue and then within like 15 minutes after you told me to join it two hours of standing here and then the, and then the queue started forming and then it's the first of hundreds of people i think the boat only takes i'm not too sure how many it takes but it's a fair number and a lot of people didn't get on so yeah. i was quite yeah it's quite glad to join early i'm glad we all made it there and positano is stunning hugh you and i saw it first like a quick little tester of positano which was really nice because when we did our amafi boat tour Earlier in the week, we got to go there for like an hour and have lunch. And it is just unreal. Like there's actually no place like it. And I was completely blown away. I feel like it looks really similar to how it looks online and incredibly different at the same time. So I thought it was really surprising. But 
When we got there, we then took a little detour into uh, a bar and then we had our first activity and wanted to just get your guys' thoughts. Like, what did you guys think of our, our evening sunset boat tour that we took? I was going to answer that because I presumed that you would ask us what our favorite part of Positana was. And that was by far my favorite part, like by a clear mile. Uh, so I had that answer ready, but you've asked it in a slightly more roundabout way. But <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, thought, <laughs> I, thought the, uh, I thought the boat tour was such a good idea for one. Like as soon as you mentioned it, I thought that is absolutely perfect because, you know, I've been in crowds all day. Uh, you two had as well, obviously, because everyone comes to Positano, you know, for the day and then, and then leaves. Uh, so by the time everyone was leaving, then the three of us got to spend some actual time together, not in like a crowd or a busy restaurant or, you know, walking along the streets and everything. So we just got a bit of time to get away from the town, to actually see it from that perspective, see a sunset coming down, get in the water. Oh, it was dreamy. It was so, so good. Hugh, what did you think? Yeah, I was the exact same. Arriving, it is so packed during the days and Positano is obviously such a popular place for everyone traveling through the Amalfi Coast. And you have a lot of different types of boat tours. And what Christine had done so well was organize a little private boat tour for the three of us. So it was, you know, this small little wooden boat that we were able to take out, but it had drinks, it had food, and we were able to go wherever we wanted. So what we were able to do was then go uh, east of Positano, see the entire town from the seafront, but then also head on and learn more about history of that entire coastline, as well as go swimming, go diving in between rocks. I'll let you two explain how you might have made a bit of an error on that first day. You've still got scars to show for it. We were diving in, having a wonderful time, playing music, and it was such a special time. And also, that was the first time we'd all been together as a group too, so it was perfect. I think the funny part is you asking about you know it being given food and playing music. Don't think we had to, and the speaker didn't work. So <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to present these guys so they get business out of it. But anyway, yeah, no, it was still pretty good even without music. We had to talk. It was really intimate. No, the speaker worked for most of it. I just think, um, you know, for normal podcasts, Christine's never going to call him out, whereas I'm here, so I'm going to call him out for everything. That's great. <laughs> no, we got we to gotta keep honest. We got to keep honest. The battery died 10 minutes oh. in, just as Hugh is putting on his best playlist that he'd been prepping for a few months. <laughs> yeah. well, well, for me, it was, it was so special as well, because it was the first time I'd ever met you as well, Christine. And I mean, you guys have been together for quite a long time now and i've been huge best mate for an even longer time and meeting you was a big big thing and then meeting you for the first time in that place and then going out to boat tour straight away oh that was that was a very very special memory it was the best idea i think you you two came up with um and the perfect thing for us to do in that scenario and also it wasn't too late you know it's not like by the time it finished that was the evening over we still went out for dinner after that and and also, we could enjoy the town in its element, which is whenever it's a little bit quieter and the only people were that, that were there were the ones staying there. So it was, a, it was such a nice vibe. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. And honestly, the boat tour, it will one, yeah, it's definitely a must, the sunset boat tour. And when we were looking this up, it, there's a lot of different boat tours, as Hugh noted, but there are not so many private ones. And so the trick is to find just a small boat that does private ones because you can get big boats that do private ones, but they're really expensive. But if you find a small boat company that does private ones, they're way more affordable. And we went and were swimming around and jumped in and 
the rock, the the rock encounter that Hugh mentioned, we swam to the sh- the kind of like rock areas, and we're walking around, standing on some rocks, and we see this, you know, this little like crevice uh, that was maybe like a meter wide, and it was maybe like. 10 meters long and there was a circular rock like uh but there was one rock on one side and then the big kind of cliff on the left side and one big rock on top and you could see that you could easily swim underneath it but you could obviously walk around it yeah well easily being the the key word because you couldn't see how long the rock was so from our perspective it looked like the rock was uh wasn't too wasn't too long but then somehow I got voted to go first and just having come off of a lung infection, <laughs> my lung my lung capacity was extra low and I started swimming under and I kind of put my hand up and it kind of kept going and I was like, oh, this is kind of a big rock. And I just, you know, keep going. I'm like really reaching and finally I caught the other end but had absolutely like drugged the rock like on the top of my hand. Sharp rock too, like wasn't it? It was I, such a sharp rock. I know. And then you you well, go that's under. the thing, because, yeah, whenever we, no, well, Hugh then went next, and of course, anything in that, any challenge that you give him in that way, you'll absolutely nail it, and then some, so I think he cleared it by, like, five times more, and then came up, and I was like, oh, yeah, fast, you know. He almost hit the muscles. next and chunk, then, uh, of, yeah. chunk of rocks. Yeah, yeah, he nearly, he nearly literally slammed to the boat underwater, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Luke's, yeah, Luke's making it, me sound good, it. can I just say, I wear contact lenses, so my eyes were tightly shut, and I was just swimming mm-hmm. until I kind of thought I might be clear. <laughs> Yeah, okay. in, in fairness, what, what you... <laughs> you were swimming See, 30 meters just because you thought you might be clear. <laughs> yes, we think it was. But then, then the, and what he did, that's kind of what I thought I would do. And obviously, I, I then just, you know, you whenever you go to dunk underneath, you try to go deep. So your feet kind of go up to the up to the top and then right underneath and then swimming forwards. But my hands were out. But obviously I just went down and straight back up again and my head just smacked right <laughs> I mean right into the middle of it. And then I had to like because then I was underneath the rock so then I was like ow 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 and then still had to continue going down and f- fighting my way through it and coming back up again. And you're like yeah yeah obviously you didn't know what happened. I was like ah yeah I've <laughs> I still high hit it. <laughs> Luke spent the rest of the boat trip with a towel on his head. We don't yeah. sound particularly oh, competent yeah. here. I'd like to say it was actually very safe and <laughs> it's great, but you don't need to challenge yourself swimming underneath a rock because Christine had a bleeding hand and Luke had a bleeding head. Yeah, that wrong fighting. Everyone was in a bad mood. It was an awful, awful evening. Oh, shut up. Um, what, well, what was the name of the, the, the guy like driving the boat? What was the name of our guide? Do you remember? That's a huge question. That's a huge question. Hugh? Uh, I, I, the only thing I can come up with is Mario, but I'm pretty sure it's not Mario. Well, Hugh, you just That's always very... shake hands and chat with them about their family situation for about 15 minutes afterwards yeah. and then get their card. So. Are you doing any stocks and shares at the minute? You know, and <laughs> like, what's your money situation looking like? All that. Yeah. I don't think it was Mario, Hugh. That's really so. That's a really shot in the dark for an Italian guy. Like. <laughs> Mario. Someone might have played the game recently. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, can't I think it, his it's name, an obvious song, but I can't. He I was can't lovely. Remember. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, we we did the swimming, and then I remembered that they had snorkels, and this was my favorite part of the boat tour: was putting on the mask and under the sea in the Amalfi is so stunning. 
Yeah. Like this color yeah. blue is unreal and outside anything I've ever seen. And there's not much not much life under there. Like there's not like corals and uh, you know, a lot of schools of fish or anything, but wow, these rocks, they look like they're so nicely rounded and absolutely massive. And the mm-hmm. color blue, just everything. It was just unreal. And Luke and I, I mean, Hugh decided he he wasn't amongst it. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was too good for it. I was too busy chatting with our, our boat tour guide. So, you know, I His let name you is two Mario carry on. Mario. This was Mario. Yeah, we're <laughs> just going to call yeah. it Mario from now on. But his bank accounts and his stocks. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> I think, I think, I think with the, with the, uh, with what you're saying, you know, the snorkeling and everything, we did say that's, uh, we wish that we had them for that little. You know, swim around that we had around the rocks and underneath the yeah. rocks, everything might have made it a bit a little bit easier. <laughs> might, but, might have helped you both, um, yeah. Yeah, maybe it would have helped a bit. But um what we did say was it was so nice going out and having that privacy and having that entire area to ourselves. And obviously there's boat tours that go around and do that all day, every day, you know, throughout the day. I think the one negative was like by the time we were snorkeling, you know, if we did that at daytime, it would have been maybe even more wow because mm-hmm. you would have seen absolutely everything whereas by the time we were actually snorkeling it was getting quite dark so we yeah. didn't get to see it it was like it was gloomy and you could still see it but it wasn't like completely crystal clear um but i think there might have been a little bit more fish around during the day and things but you were given the choice absolutely the time that we went was definitely the best but during yeah. the day you might see a little bit more it could have left like i think 30 minutes earlier i think probably would have given us the same time in light as night mm. Because yeah. we had a little bit longer, like evening, like dark time that we had of light. Because right when we could have got on and yeah. the sun was going down. So yeah, I think that's a good call. But even then, yeah, I think like taking uh, a snorkel and you could probably swim like with a snorkel really anywhere and like make sure you snorkel because Hugh missed out and he he'll never know you know the experience we had and the fish that we saw. But no. um, he will know. I was letting you two get to know each other. You know, it was actually just a pretty <laughs> smart move. All right. You were talking about to Mario about his investments, so <laughs> Yeah. We just wanted we were just happy to be given a little bit of a loan time with him. So I you know well, we were happy. I did think that, you know, Christine was like, Wow, you know, this is so cool. Come in and try this. And I was like, Yeah, absolutely. I, like one, I was kinda like, Why do we not know that we had snorkels before this? And also, <laughs> do you remember do you remember like the first time I was jumping in, I was like, Is that definitely deep enough? Because yeah. <laughs> the, the water was so clear, I was like, I can see the bottom. And to be honest, I'm not 100 percent sure because I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do a dive. There's certain ways you can jump in the water to make sure you don't go down that much. Whereas, like a dive, you go down a fair bit. And uh, the guy was like, Yeah, it's it's deep enough. You absolute idiot. So jump in, <laughs> and you put on the snorkels like beside the boat, and you're like, Okay, yeah, that's like maybe. <laughs> 50 meters <laughs> oh no it's more than 50 meters my gosh it was was it it was yeah it was i think it had been more than that it was so deep like it, i i felt so small i was like holy smokes like this feels like the wide open yeah. seas and we are 100 meters from shore right next to the cliff edge <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly i mean it is the most amazing yeah. coast you can just imagine it going straight down yeah, yeah. Oh you can literally have jumped off you could have jumped off the top cliff beside, you know, on, on the land. You could have jumped off the top cliff as a pencil dive and you wouldn't have even <laughs> gone down like a fifth of the way. <laughs> you definitely could have. It was... Whoa! <laughs> it was so deep. Yeah, that was serious. I bet he gets that question all the time, though, because it's it's actually stunning that you can see that deep. Like, there's, there's nothing that I could compare to it, to be honest. So, yeah, yeah. I agree. Wow. Okay, so... 
we had the best time on the boat, which was unreal and a must do. And then we had a brilliant dinner. Overall, I think just thinking to the food, how did you guys find the the food in Positano? Look, Italy is unbelievable when it comes to food, no matter where you go. And we have spoken about a few other locations within Italy as well. But with it, it was stunning. It There was such a range of different uh, restaurants and such a variety of choices, seafood or the more classic Italian pasta pizza, um, as well as some really unique other cuisines as well. So it does really have something for everyone. The price range, again, um, is a little bit steeper than what you might find elsewhere. But look, you are getting your money's worth. It's unbelievable. I think that first dinner that we went out for, um, or even like the lunch that we went out for, like the the drink, sorry, that uh, we went to the cafe, you know, before we jumped on the boat tour. You know, I don't think we went in there for anything more than a drink. And they still brought out like different snacks and olives and stuff for you to nibble on while you drank. And that, I think, was just part of the experience of that. A cafe but that the dinner that we had afterwards was uh my second pizza of the day and i'd only been in italy for <laughs> a few hours so uh i think so you're doing, the, it right. the dinner, <laughs> doing it right absolutely i mean i was on the menu and i was like i could get pasta but uh the, i think the the waiter or the waitress did say that the pizza in there was especially good and pizza before that was more in the dock so i was like mm, probably not going to be the most special pizza that i'll get in italy I'm in Positano. I want to get a want to get a pizza and see how it is. But it was more of a calzone thing, and it's just in particular it's such a simple thing with pizza. But any pizza experience I've had um, would be you know from here or from anywhere in the UK, and it's like the difference in the dough. It's just so 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 much better, and it, everything just tastes so much more you know homemade. And every ingredient that they use is just so different to anything that we use over here. So it doesn't even taste like a pizza. It tastes something that's so much better. Yeah, it was gotten that uh, I couldn't get pizza more often. <laughs> like oh that, my gosh, that, it was that, so that good. Funny yeah. thing too, ever since I've uh, we've come back, I Hugh and I got pizza from our regular pizza joint here in Bondi, and we got it, and we both ate it and felt a little bit like sick. And then the next day, we were like not feeling so good, and we were like, have has our bodies gotten too accustomed to the Italian way? <laughs> We can't go back. Yeah, thinking about it now, yeah, I mean, that holiday was a couple of months ago now. I haven't had a pizza since then. Yeah, honestly, my recommendation is to not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think if I went now, I'll just be so underwhelmed, so I might as well just leave it. It's a pretty good sell, isn't it? Yeah. You can't have pizza again because you'll never have anything like it. Exactly. Yeah, no 100%. pizza or pasta for years <laughs> until I can go back. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll be back soon. Uh, yeah, I thought the food was amazing, and we went to... The place that we went to on Friday, I'm actually forgetting the name. It was a mom and pop shop that I actually found on TikTok. It was stunning. And we had, yeah, the pizza was great. They had the most stunning side outside seating. And we were super lucky to get some outside seating. And it was a beautiful night. And and then the second night too, we had um, Da Vincenzo, which is super highly rated and very well deserved. It was phenomenal. And so I think the food, even Hugh, the earlier in the day when we had when we had food there, it was great. Like they, it is expensive. Yes, you pay a, a bit of a premium for the food there, but it is really good. So I, yeah, I thought it was stunning. Um, but what I was going to say is. Or the next thing I was going to ask is, what did we think about Monte Pertuso? 
when you look at Pontano. What is Monty Pertuzzo? <laughs> yeah, what is? Who is Monty Pertuzzo? Because actually, uh, same before with, you... It's the name of the guy that drove the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's your from Mario. Mario Monte. Yeah. So going back to the boat tour, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to circle back. Monte Patuso is uh, within Positano. Obviously, you have the most incredible hotels, a number of Airbnbs, um, a number of various different booking options. But in regard to Monte Patuso, if you're looking for a slightly more cost-effective option, which on a Google map looks very, very close to Positano, it seems like it's the town just behind it. We actually found this amazing um, house to stay in up there. And it's this beautiful little town, which probably only has you know 300 people living up there. Uh, and it's one road that takes you through. But the thing to note with it is it's not just behind Positano. Because Positano is on the Amalfi Coast, it's up the mountain away from Positano. So, and there's only one road that takes you there. And if you don't have a car, it is the most incredible, terrifying shuttle bus that takes you know, 25 minutes to zoom up these tiny little streets on the cliff edge to get you up to Monte Petuzzo. So amazing. But yeah, I'll probably let you guys expand on the experience of getting up there, let alone the town. Well, yeah, I mean, if you decide to, you know, go down to the main town of Positano, you need to make sure that's, you know, triple check that you've got everything with you, you know, because um, if you, you leave that place, you can't really go back up in the same day. It's way too, way too much effort, you know, so you need to bring like a, a backpack with all of the stuff that you need for the day and bringing belts. Uh, that's more uh, a big thing for me. I had to buy a belt down to Positano because I couldn't go a day without it. Uh, so make sure you got everything with you, even like phone chargers and stuff. I would recommend that, you know, because you want to take your pictures and you do not want to run out of charge during the day. Yeah. Um, in fairness, like it was so special actually staying up there. I thought, especially like on your way down, like that 30 minute bus going down to Positano, the views that you got. Oh my God. Like it is for me, I find it a little bit nerve-wracking like you know because they are driving on the side of very very steep cliffs but yeah i think the views that you get you can get some pictures that you'll never be able to get from just down in the main town so convenience wise obviously it's a little bit further out but the experience of it i thought was so so worth it so good job you two well done yeah it was so stunning i loved monte Produso, and i think that it's so underrated and when i when i chose it on um, like before we when we were booking it it looked super close and it really did the one thing that i would say our friends that we ended up making they had said someone told them it was like a 35 minute walk from Positano to Monte Pertuso oh. and they ended up walking for two and a half hours in the sun from Positano up the mountain like i think she said she threw up at one point they had to take yeah. so many yeah. stops I would not believe anyone who says like walk up to Monte Pertuso. But I think too, the shuttle bus is really convenient. It's just always really busy. So come prepared for that and leave really early because we went. So Hugh and I's first bus down after we dropped our luggage off, there was another Irish gentleman and he was, and the bus was packed like sardines and it was really hot. And he, also got really car sick and had to actually get off 
uh, halfway down the mountain. So the buses, the buses come every forty to forty-five minutes as well. So. Yeah. If you are staying up there, would definitely recommend looking at the bus schedule because the taxi drivers, there's not that many taxis anyway, but they lick their lips when they hear you're trying to get to Monte Petuzzo because they can charge whatever they want and you will realistically pay it because it is a really hard place to get. Once you yeah get on the shuttle, you're okay, but we definitely um, struggle uh, to do that consistently or let alone, I cannot imagine walking up there. It would literally be walking up a cliff face. 100%. You honestly know. It's so warm there as well. Just there's no way. And we had taken a cab up up there like when we first uh, got to Postana because we had bags and stuff. And that was fine. And it was worth it from that perspective. But you, you wouldn't want to do it regularly. And there's not that many taxis. And what no one told us for a little while is that the ta- the way Postana works is it's all one-way streets. So anytime cabs go by, they basically have to go through the whole town and back up in like big loop and so that's why you can go really long times without seeing a bus or like another cab is because they have to do this whole positano loop which is interesting yeah but, but i mean at the bus stop like obviously us meeting sarah and dustin and was just through yourself christine that yeah you heard the american accent you were asking where you where in america are you from both of them as well so that was great but then also it was just all of us using a bit of common sense and saying well now we're kind of friends so uh, why do we not just like share a lift or two if we need it especially on the last day and you sort of configured that i mean i think whenever it came to it they were like yeah more people means more money even though it's like the same the same taxi uh, but i think still it probably worked out a little bit more cost efficient because we were all doing it as opposed to just the three of us and yeah. there was five of us yeah we shared you know? a, um, we shared a cab that we booked and this is i mean something else that we had to figure out because we had to book two shuttles the when we left so we had to book like a cab down to positano and then i booked a shuttle online from positano to naples that was really easy to book online and that was really reliable but getting the cab beforehand we had to call and they were super strange about it and yeah then we were able to split it with them which was nice and we actually we did that a couple of times on the trip, like just ask people like if they wanted to split. And usually it did, yeah, ended up being like 20 year person instead of like 30 or 40 or something. Shout out to our friends that we met at the bus stop, Sarah and Dustin. We met them at the bus stop and we hung out with them uh, on my birthday, actually. And we had so much fun. We had such a nice dinner with them. And I will say such a plus of staying in Monte Pertuso. There's a lot of other young people staying in Monte Pertuso because it's just way more affordable. And so we met some really nice friends there, which was such a highlight. And the highlight for me uh, was, you know, they were two really nice, but really, really nice people. I think Dustin was slightly quieter than than Sarah's, certainly at the start. Um, but then once we all kind of got a little bit more comfortable in each other's company, then, uh, you know, things started um, opening up more. And he and I were certainly certainly talking in quite a sort of laddish way towards Dustin. He was absolutely loving it. And then in the restaurant, the five of us were told to calm ourselves down and to settle, <laughs> be, be, a bit, be a bit quieter. I got for me was a highlight. I didn't expect that from uh, from us, certainly, but from, from them as well. I think they were like, I don't think we've ever been told to calm down in a restaurant and certainly not. They in were definitely the loving it. Yeah. Christine's probably there. We got a little carried away. I've never had that happen either. We were absolutely like we were the the whole life of that restaurant. I think like <laughs> yeah, she's talking very loudly about breast implants and things, and we were like, 
the insight oh. into what we were discussing as context she works within that industry you know so let's save it but with that but it wasn't just a random thing that we started talking about you know there was a it was a, you know what do you guys do and she turned out to be in that area uh, but it was fascinating i never knew anything about that and then dustin i mean they're two very very uh clever people and they've you know both got doctorates and everything so fair play them we were very lucky to meet them and we had a great time and i think you know still even though the fact that it was the three of us and the three of us had a lot to had a lot to catch up on bringing them into the equation for the second day was was excellent and it gave gave the whole trip a whole different sort of perspective everything okay there christine <laughs> no <laughs> just for, for everyone listening christine's just started crying i don't know really, i'm not too sure oh, why i don't know no my uh... I know it was, it was great. I loved it too, but no need to get emotional. Like it's that's fine. <laughs> my, She's also now my... having to go so close. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't even know. I don't know. Oh, I think we're good. Wait, wait, wait. So where where were we? Okay. So what have you? You're not using your microphone anymore. No, it it disconnected and now it won't let me switch it back. So this All is right. where we are. Okay. This is who we are. Yeah, they were so phenomenal. The dinner was amazing and such a highlight meeting them at the beach club too. The well, one of my last questions is: Let's talk about the beach club. What were our takeaways on Arianzo Beach Club? Yeah. Well, it was. A really well-structured couple of days. We had two and a half, three days there. The first day, Luke arrived late afternoon, and the second day was your birthday. So when it came to it, what to do on that day was really tough, I'd say, to figure out. You can obviously do a lot in the town, but you'd smartly seen this amazing beach club, Arianzo, which you get a little boat to, a little boat to, and it's about five minutes ride on the boat away from Positano, just tucked away in one of the little uh, cliff edges. And I thought it was awesome. It's uh, got a lot of character to it. It's a, the opportunity to step away from the main town, but it's a, it's a proper party vibe. Um, you've got a great meal and food in there, as well as this just beautiful little area where you can swim, you can uh, party away. They had DJs and a lot of very, very drunk tourists, which was entertaining within itself. But yeah, I thought it was pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, whenever I arrived to Positano for the first time and even you know had the evening there, I was kind of wondering, you know, it, it, it isn't massive. Positano isn't like a really, really big place, but obviously, clearly, there's a lot to do around there, a lot to a lot of bars to choose from, a lot of restaurants and a uh, load of different like walks around there. But I was thinking like, how would you spend a full day there, especially with the surge of crowds that come in and visit? So I think whenever you guys mentioned the beach club, uh, I wasn't really too sure what you meant. So I was kind of, you know, obviously I'll be shown. I don't know really what you're talking about, but um, obviously it's a very long coastline and just, you know, giving tourists the option of just Positano throughout the day is maybe not going to be enough you know so the option of like beach clubs along the uh, coastline is is perfect because it means everyone's a little bit more spread out and these beach clubs have everything you want in terms of food and drink and music and a bit of entertainment and swimming for the beaches and and all of that yeah i thought i thought it was absolutely brilliant and it was also great to to kind of get away and have a little bit more privacy as well lunch that we got especially whenever we whenever we arrived was was fantastic probably the biggest octopus i've ever had it was the perfect way to spend the day if you're spending the day in positano it's really busy and it's super hot and it's really not built to spend walking around at noon 1 2 3 p.m. not at some sort of body of water and this was 
second week of September as well. So it was still really hot and the beach club was amazing. I, I think, Hugh, I actually would say I found it really relaxing, like chill vibes. It like There was definitely a bit of a party vibe a bit later in the day, but like, actually we had such a nice, like I think everyone had like a little bit of a nap. The swims were amazing. They have such a nice area where you can swim and your lunch and stuff is included with your package that you buy. And they all have it kind of timed. I think the biggest thing though, we didn't realize that we had to be there at our set time for lunch, which we which we did. <laughs> so uh, they weren't so happy that we were a little bit late for that. So that was probably the only part of Italy that was really intense on arriving on time. Oh, I didn't even realize that. I didn't realize that we had like a like a set time for the lunch. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, why you were, that's why you were rushing around at the start. I remember. Yeah, well, that's why when, yeah, the boat was, the first boat was leaving, I was like sprinting because I was like, oh, that was the yeah. one we were supposed to get on. The next one's not for like 10 minutes, which is not a big deal, but it's going to set us like 15 minutes behind. We're supposed to be there at, you know, whatever time. <laughs> so. Yeah. I was so far from within my right to start telling you to relax yourself. <laughs> I was literally just being, I was being lifted and laid to all these lovely places. And I was like, I'm not once going to pipe up and tell, tell either of them what I think, I think should happen. I saw you with your backpack up and you're sprinting towards she the dock. sprinting and like, in between tourists. Everyone was trying to have a relaxed time and she was just kicking sand on them in her dust. Yeah. Yay! Love these. Come on! Come on! And then I get them and they're like, you're too late. And I was like, what? And they're like, you need to check in first. And I was like, these processes yeah. for... I thought this was chill vibes. Can't we just jump on the boat from here? So you did say that these are constant shuttles. We can just get the next one. But no, if we, if we had a lunch, we have a lunch reservation, then completely fair enough. And also, once you're waiting, you just want to get on the next one, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but no, everything worked out. I think it worked out perfectly. It was a perfect way to to spend to spend a day. So, like, good choice again by you two. Well done. <laughs> yeah, it worked out really well. There is other beach clubs too. Some of them actually have a real party vibe. This one was yeah, a bit of kind of low key cool low-key cool that's how i would describe it um okay, but yeah. i think with our let's say like our last couple of minutes here so in conclusion two questions what was your and luke this is this is now pointed to you what was your favorite part about positana and would you go back yes i would go back in a heartbeat um i mean i think the way that you guys planned it for us was absolutely perfect you know i meant i felt like you know we hadn't spent a massive amount of time there it was only two to three days you guys maybe had a little bit more but um i felt in that two to three days i saw everything that i wanted to see out of it and i felt like i knew what the positano experience was but it just it just made me desperate to go back again because it is so dreamy. Even like whenever you mentioned going swimming at the beach club, like being in the water and then looking back and seeing those those cliffs and all of the houses and even like getting to the beach club or even not the boat tour that we did, you can see the whole coastline and these random hotels that are scattered all over the, like the cliff edge. I've never seen anything like that. And I presume at any time you go to Positano, you're going to choose a time that it's good to go for the weather. Um, so it gives you everything that you would want from a holiday, relaxed, uh, you know, relaxed, nice food, nice drink, maybe a bit more of a party vibe in certain places if you want that. Um, but oh, it is it is so special for me. My highlight. I mean, I did say at the start, my highlight was the was the boat tour. But if you're wanting a different answer, I would say. Drum mm, wrong. <laughs> this is going to sound right. This is going to sound a bit stupid. Like 
what was your highlight? Leaving. It's kind of like, you know, the leaving part, but I really, really enjoyed that taxi that we took leaving Positano because some of the views that we got from up there, mm. I was like, I didn't really know what to expect. It was a taxi from leaving Positano to go on to Naples and, and beyond. And uh, yeah, I thought that drive was, I mean, you and I were in the backseat. We were both going nuts, Christine. It was <laughs> like, so stunning. Oh my God. It was, it was so cool. And again, I think things are more special when you don't really expect them. Like things are taken by surprise. So, so it was just a taxi ride, like leaving the place, but I didn't look forward to it because, you know, that's all I expected. But yeah, the, the views that we got were pretty special. I love that. And I always look back through pictures of our album and that's one that I always stop and actually zoom in on and take in again. So yeah, but the boat tour, I think would be my number one answer to that, but we've already covered it. So I have to give something else. Yeah. <laughs> Stunning. Yeah. Love the, the, yeah. the, the taxi ride out. It was really, really wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Hugh. Hugh, let's hear you. Uh, my favorite part would probably be I actually loved the evenings having the opportunity when most of the tourists left to really enjoy the bars and restaurants. We got super lucky. That is worth saying as well that we hadn't made the reservations eight months in advance that a lot of other guests had, and we were able to take a couple of the walk in spots. So we got super lucky with it, but it was stunning. Like great food, great location, great people around. Everyone was so friendly too. Uh, but yeah, it would be the evenings and as Luke mentioned, the views. Like it's nonstop. Crystal clear waters on a cliff face. It's unbelievable. Would I go back? Yes, I would. I think I'd try and do it a bit differently this time, at least having a bit of insider knowledge as to how everything works now um and what you can do there were a couple of people who would try and figure out with not being on the super yachts that were there obviously it was scattered with you know 100 million dollar yachts but on the smaller boats where they would get a big group together and for the same price if not less be able to stay on the water which is probably the best view you can get anyway so I'd 100% go back, but yeah, it's it's a pretty spectacular and special place. Yeah. Steve, would would you go back? Would you go back to Positano, or are you just talking about going back to the Amalfi Coast? Because I think Positano. You know, I would go back it? to Positano. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But if you two were to go back to Italy, um, I mean, say you know you've got the rest of your life to go back to Positano, but if you were to go back to Italy and do the Amalfi Coast, would you go straight back to Positano, or if you missed it, would you be like that, that gutted? You just see other other towns around the Amalfi. I'd still I pick Ravello. I mean, I, yeah, I loved Ravello. I actually, so we chatted about this. If we, or if or when, when we go back, would love to, yeah, actually like go in with some friends and get a boat and then do, yeah, the coast again and would go to the same towns, would just see different things. But I think the Mafi is, I think like something, like one, it's so big. Even like I had seen a couple of things that came out that um, someone had posted about. Amalfi itself, the town, and all these like great spots and recommendations. I was like, oh, that would be cool to have stayed there long enough to experience those and whatnot. But I think that the transit part is that that's that part's difficult to want to go back to do that part again because getting in between yeah. them took a lot of time. It was really so stressful getting from like uh, Vietro Sumar to Ravello. Like, that was a lot. So I would really like to get in with some people, um, some friends and like have a boat and then just be able to go up and down and then just kind of stop in and um, do that, do it that way. But I mean, that might be many years off, but I would love to do that next time. Yeah. Yeah. I think being given that freedom of going on a boat and traveling between them would be special, would not even cover it. 
but yeah, seeing uh, other people yeah. doing it, we were like, oh, could you imagine? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. Christine. Yeah. It's your turn. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I really did love it. I saw a, a lot of different parts of it, right? Like I think that uh, there it, it is really famous for a reason. It's so stunning. It's gorgeous. Uh, but I really loved, there's two parts that um, were my favorite. And yes, of course, I would go back. The moment when I put on the the goggles when we were swimming and looked down, I just, it was so surprising to me. And I've snorkeled and, and dived a lot in Sydney and it looked so different. And it just, that was just such a feeling. And I'm so happy that we we did that. And so that was one that stands out. And then two, I think the evenings, yeah, like the evenings are stunning. I think it's Positano at its best. And it is truly such a romantic city. But And I'm so happy that we were there, the three of us. Like, I think it was great to do with friends. Um, but I loved oh, our well, dinner. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, yeah, that's all I was thinking that. So romantic. Oh, yeah, there were three of us there. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying like, it is romantic. Very romantic city, but it is like great to do with friends. And there's lots of friends there too, I think. Um, three's a perfect number for it, yeah. Three's a good number. But I loved the dinner, like dinner, my birthday dinner. It was so fun. That food was out of this world. We had just such a blast. Yeah. Hugh at one point like shouted boobs. And that was such a highlight. What did they shout? Boobs? Boobs. I thought that wasn't going to make it like, onto the podcast, yeah. Later, bring me over drinks. (laughs) No, honestly, I can. I've never heard like that be shouted under your mouth before in a public setting. It was hilarious, and yeah, that was just so fun. But I think too, then we we went back to our accommodation. We just had such a nice time, and I really loved. uh, I really loved the the dinner and stuff. So that would be that would be my highlight, and I'm really looking forward to our next trip. Oh my god, I know. Um, Let me. It'd be very very hard to top that. Like in terms of like a holiday, I've had longer holidays, you know, and, and like longer stints in certain places. But that is like it has to be the best place I've ever visited for sure. Um, and in fairness, I'm I'm lucky. Like I'm 27 now, and I'm lucky to say that comfortably. If somebody asks me, have I done a fair bit of traveling? I have. Like I've not as much as you, mind you, but uh, I've done a fair few number of um like interesting countries and seen a lot of different places. And I have been very fortunate in that way, but. Positano was not something I don't think I'll ever be able to top because uh, I, I know for a fact like Amalfi Coast is so special even like celebrities from all over the world go and visit it and uh, yeah I, it's it's so it's so good and um, so I think for a choice of the next holiday like have you guys ever discussed that or has it just all been kind of reminiscing about our Italian adventure? No nah, if it's Christine yeah, just facing it. forward it's never reminiscing it's just what's the next one? <laughs> oh, no. no. Oh really? Yeah. Right. No, that's it's done. <laughs> Move on. That's, that's, no, um, no. We so we're going to New York, um, which is the next like holiday oh, coming yeah, up. Soon. Yeah, we're doing that. Yeah. I'm actually leaving like a month. Um, but outside of Jesus. that, yeah, yeah, we haven't really done. We're not doing too much next year. We don't have too much planned. So um, we'll kind of see see how we go. But right now, it's just New York yeah. is the next step. So we'll see. So, but- I, so I just need to figure. I just need to figure out how to get to New York. Like yes. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see, you there. we'll see you there in five weeks, mate. Perfect. Yeah, we'll see you. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I presume it's working in the same way. Like you're gonna kind of organize it all for me and pay it all for me. Yeah, is that okay? <laughs> nah, he's being unfair. Shout out to Luke as well. Who, yes, he may have been the third wheel on this trip, but there is no one better 
making the best of every situation and having him around. He is a special, special traveling fellow. He Thank is, you, yes. I appreciate that. We had the best time, well, the three of us. I mean, if, you're, uh, if your best friend invites you to go to a place like that with his uh, girlfriend, who I haven't met before, and you turn up and you're in a bad mood and not up for it, then you're just a real dick. So yeah. <laughs> obviously you have to be on, yeah, you have to be on top form. <laughs> but, yeah, was, spoken uh, you could, yeah. Yeah, you're in a grumpy mood. You don't want to be there. No, I think I don't think it's possible to be in a bad mood. Not in that place. Like it's so no. positive. It's so happy, and everything's just so good. But I feel like yeah, once we left, we were like happy enough to leave uh, because you know the the feeling in the day, especially for you, Christine. At certain points of it were definitely a bit stressful for you to try and figure out the logistics of the traveling and getting up and down in the shuttle bus and everything. So there were certain aspects we were like yeah, onto onto the next like okay to leave now we weren't all completely like gutted about it but um uh yeah going back would be a very very exciting prospect that i hope i get to do at some stage we'll see we will we will awesome well thank you guys so much for another amazing podcast it's so nice to have both of you on the same podcast and i am looking forward to our next positano trip hopefully sometime soon absolutely i think we must Thanks have it together there pretty pretty well yeah <laughs>